Well, again, good morning and welcome. It's really lovely to be with you here today. This is a big day. Today is the first day of December. That's always a big day. I don't know why, but it makes a big difference, I think, in our sort of just general mentality about how we go about our daily lives. Today is the first Sunday of the season of Advent. We have changed our colors to blue and this season of preparation and waiting for the coming of our Lord. And um, today is the beginning of a new lectionary uh, cycle. So every Sunday morning we come, we hear these different readings and we have three years, A, B, and C, and A, we read Matthew. And we just heard our first gospel reading from Matthew in quite some time. Um, So it's a big day in a lot of ways. When I hear Isaiah's prophecy that we heard just a minute ago, um, I can't help Um, but be moved because what Isaiah does in this passage and others throughout that book is he talks about God's peaceable kingdom. He talks about how the world should be, how the God intended for our world to be. And when I close my eyes and I imagine such a world, I imagine a world where we as human beings live into our capacity to be good So listen to the words just a little bit, and and we'll talk about this. And the days to come on the mountain of the Lord, that Lord's house shall be established as the highest of all mountains. It shall be raised above all the hills, and all nations shall stream to it. I love that image of streaming in our digital world today. Streaming to Zion. You know, I don't have that app yet, but I need it. Continuing, many people shall come and say, come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways and that we may walk in his paths. It's this beautiful poetic language about how the world should be in God's peaceable kingdom. Humanity has finally put God's house in its proper place, elevated above all other priorities in our lives. We go up onto God's mountain and he teaches us God's way. I hear these words and I close my eyes and I imagine again our capacity to be good. Good because we are created in God's good image. And I wonder what it would be like if all of humanity began to see one another as valuable, as lovable, as holy, simply because we are all made in God's image. I close my eyes and for a moment, I imagine that there are no more wars, no more poverty, no more weapons of mass destruction, no more lies from our leadership. I breathe in a deep sigh of peace, that that peace, that passes all understanding that we're blessed with at the end of our Eucharistic feast. And then I open my eyes and then I see the reality that we are not yet there. I open my eyes and see that we generally are not very good stewards of creation that God has blessed us with. I open my ears and I hear the cries of the immigrant hoping to escape drugs crippling poverty and violence in their own country only to find judgment intolerance, and hostility clashing with their hope for a better life. I open my mouth to offer a word of encouragement and find myself participating in that same negative triangulation talk that undermines community 
and prevents reconciliation. But today, today, my friends, is a new day. Today is a new beginning. In the days to come, the mountain of the Lord's shall be established as the highest of all of the mountains. In the days to come, both the prophets Isaiah and Micah use this language over and over again. In the days to come, we will no longer look to any authority other than our loving God for justice and truth. We shall look to the Lord's house for guidance. In the days to come, we shall beat our swords into plowshares. In the days to come, spears shall be remade into pruning hooks. Both of these images showing us that weapons of war can be transformed into instruments for growing food. In the days to come, the Lord will teach us his ways so that we will walk in his paths. In the days to come, the Lord shall judge between the nations. Now, musically, this phrase is like the bass notes played over and over again. This theme, these words, this oracle from Isaiah that's hoped for in each and every generation. We encounter these words as we enter into this new season, Advent. It's a season of living in liminal space and the space between and the space of the already and the not yet. The Christ has been born. Let us prepare for his birth. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again in the days to come. This liminal space is the space where you and I can experience personal transformation in our lives. If we're intentional about this season of preparation, Christ will take root in our hearts in new and world changing ways. All right, my friends, how are you all with New Year's resolutions? Do you even bother anymore? Because today is the first day of the liturgical uh, year in the church. Happy New Year's Day, church. I typically don't wait around until January 1st to start uh, this process for me. And um, honestly, what I do is during Advent, I, I like to try on some things to see if they're going to work um, and then uh, maybe evaluate when it comes to January 1st. Encourage the same for you. Maybe read the book of Isaiah. You might hear um, some bass notes uh, over and over again. <laughs> but the issue that I have with uh, so-called New Year's resolutions, and I'm guessing that some of you do as well, is that we tend to have this I'll get to this later mentality about them, you know, like in the days to come. So I'll start eating better tomorrow. You know, my diet will start then. Or um, I'll make it to the gym next week. Or I'll read that uh, book of Isaiah as soon as I finish reading this John Grisham novel or whatever it is. But this form of procrastination, it stifles the spiritual life. And so we ask as we hear about Isaiah's peaceable kingdom, why are there still wars and fighting and destruction. When are these days to come actually going to come? What is God waiting for? And I think my brothers and sisters, the answer is that maybe God is waiting for us 
God is waiting for you and I to stop waiting for one of these days to come and to get our spiritual lives in order now. Now, playing with the punctuation a little bit, but that collect of the day, that prayer that we say at the beginning of the service that collects all of our hopes and tensions and scriptures for the day, it says this, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and put arm, the armor of light now. You see, in this prayer, first we recognize that we can only put our spiritual lives in order by the grace of God. We need God to help us. And God needs for us to be open to receiving God's help. Secondly, part of putting our spiritual lives in order is to cast away all the works of darkness. And the worst, the works of darkness are simply these things that they attempt to stifle the light of Christ in our lives. And that's everything from buying into the lies that you are anything other than a beloved child of God to oppression in any form to all of the efforts that have been made to divide and polarize humanity. These works of darkness have no real power over us if we wear the armor of light. But if we are lured into seductive lies or ensnared by shiny things, these works of darkness prevent us from hearing the full symphony of God's redemptive overture. Thirdly, we must put on the armor of light Notice that in line with this peaceable kingdom proclaimed by Isaiah, that the armor we wear is simply light. It protects from darkness. It illuminates the path that we walk along. We don't need armor to protect us from swords and spears because they've been transformed into tools of growth. The armor of light is enough for the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Finally, in this prayer, as I've abbreviated it, we ask for these things, not in the days to come, but rather now. Not in the days to come, but now. Now, today, this very hour is the time to make a commitment to get our spiritual lives in order. Now, today, this season of Advent, the next four weeks, there are a time for us to prepare our hearts and minds so that we can help to realize God's peaceable kingdom on earth, even as it is in heaven. Now, not January 1st with our New Year's resolutions, not waiting until Lent to take on some new spiritual discipline, not waiting until we have more time when the kids go off to college or when we finally retire. Now. Now is the time to commit to growth in your spiritual life, to increase your faith and ministry, to work as Christ's hands and heart in the world, not in the days to come, but now. Amen. Let us pray. <clears throat> Gracious God, we come before you, humbled by the gift of your son who comes to us during this season of Advent in new and surprising ways, help us to prepare our hearts now for his coming and for his coming again. Help us to work with you to realize your peaceable kingdom on earth, even as it is in heaven. Lord, we thank you for the gift of the season of preparation. Inspire us, encourage us, give us strength and courage 
to grow into the spiritual life that you would have us to have in Christ's name. Amen.